There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. Hey, everyone. It's Amy Castles. And today I have Andrew Brockenbush and John Kelly. I said your name right, right? Yes, you said it right. Okay. All right. I was like actually <laughs> like, getting a little like nervous. thinking about it. <laughs> yes. So Trey's not here today. Trey had a meeting and it worked out perfect because he was on my nerves anyway these past couple of days. So, so much more important than us. But... <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Go to your meeting. It's great. I've got two other guys that can come on. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Sorry, Trey. <laughs> yeah. I replaced you. It was really easy. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I want to tell and bring brag about both of you for a moment. So Andrew, I'll start with you. So, uh oh, now I'm now I'm uh, stumbling over the words in my head. Okay, marketing strategist. Strategist. Oh, dang it. Why? <laughs> you know, I'm thinking strategic. Strategic, yeah. That's strate- what I'm thinking, but yeah, strategist. strategist. Okay, duh. Yeah. Marketing strategist, <laughs> brand developer, educator, entrepreneur, and podcast producer. He's also the owner of Beefy Marketing and the host of the Beef Podcast and a co-host of Big Man Fitness. Yep, yep. And we also have John Kelly here. And John Kelly is a marketing advisor. He is the owner of OMG Event Co., also the podcast co-host of The Beef and the co-host of Big Man Fitness. And a very important job is a lieutenant for the Tomball Fire Department. That's it. 
a lot of things we behind have a our lot names. of titles yeah. i know geez y'all need like a really big resume they can't fit everything on your instagram yeah, no, can they not at all oh, no. absolutely we have to like <laughs> rotate out our jobs depending on what we're like interested in that month so so the reason why I wanted to have you guys on here is because I've, I'm so inspired by anybody who all of a sudden just decides, okay, enough is enough. I'm ready to get my, my fitness and my health in order and make some changes and you go after it and do it. And there have been many times in my life where I've been pregnant or I had surgery and I had to take a period of time off. And every time that I came back, even though I was a fitness trainer, I was still scared and intimidated and also fearful that I wouldn't get my my body back. Like those are real emotions that even I was feeling. And you guys have been working through the years and your health has just kind of gone through a different path and now you've come back. And I want to hear more about it. So tell me some of your journey. Like, tell me your story. Like, what were you like as a kid? So I've always been kind of chubby. Like, I come from like, a, like we call it a big boned family. Mm-hmm. We stress eat. Like, we're all chunky. Actually, my sister, who's like extremely healthy now, who I think actually has been talking to you via Instagram or something, Robin. Okay. She was morbidly obese, actually, when she was like a teenager. And then she like extru- like she went on the extreme side with like eating disorders to try to like change her image. And now she's somewhere like landing in the middle, right? She's like way healthier, but she still struggles with those things. And so like we kind of grew up with that always being a challenge. It's like eating for stress, eating for mm-hmm. fun. Like eating is like something that we do not necessarily for substance or like health reasons. We just eat because like we like to eat. And so I've never been like this guy with abs or anything like that. Like me and John have known each other for a very long time. We used to we used to work for uh, the city of Waller together. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, Arby's used to do this like five for five. Oh, yeah. Like menu. It was those, like those roast beef sandwiches. Roast beef sandwiches. Oh, I, I did grow up on those with that cheese sauce. Yes, the cheese sauce. And so <sighs> me and John on like when we're supposed to be working <laughs> in the city <laughs> would go and both probably spend $10 each and just have like 10 of whatever item. With like, the Arby sauce? Oh, with the Arby sauce, the, yeah. the curly uh, fries. You can oh, two roast beef sandwiches, two fries, a vanilla milkshake. Shake. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we would um, throw down. So like health has never been something that was like a priority for me. I wasn't extremely athletic. I did play soccer a little bit. I played tennis a little bit, which are pretty athletic sports, I guess. It's like a lot of running, but like I was never amazing at any sports. So I've always found it to be... They like, made an equal opportunity for you. Yes, absolutely. You know, like th- it was back whenever they started giving out participation trophies. So, I mean, like I had to be accepted into this. Uh, and so yeah. I've never found it easy to like lose weight or or even prioritize my health. Like it was something that I'd like really work for as I grew up. So I think for me, it was probably a hard time for two reasons. First of all, when I when I was growing up, I was extremely athletic And I played baseball constantly, so I could eat. I mean, I'd be five, six years old going through the line at Luby's with a tray just full of food. And then people would look at me like, where are you going to put all that? And I would just plow through it all, eat every single bit of it, and then be just fine. I was, you know, this big around, long blonde hair, athletic, playing baseball. And then in sixth grade, I had to have surgery. So I was always a toe walker. And because I was a toe walker, my Achilles tendons did not stretch and grow like they were supposed to when you're 10 to 12 years old. And it caused severe leg pain. And because of that, they had to do surgical intervention and actually extend my Achilles tendon. And it just, it took me down for six weeks. You know, the doctor said, there's no way he's going to walk within the next three, four weeks. He's going to have to be on bed rest. And after the first time my uncle took me to the bathroom, 
in his arms and had to pull my pants down and set me on the toilet. I was like, this is not going to happen anymore. So I got up, I started walking quicker than they expected. And I was like, Hey, I'm ready to go back to baseball. Like I got this. It's no problem. And the second I got out on the field, man, it just, it felt like somebody was ripping my tendon apart. Oh, I couldn't do it anymore. So that's when I kind of switched to fine arts and went into band and theater and all that stuff through middle school, junior high, high school. And I just kind of got out of that athletic mode, but I still had that in my mind. Like you said, yeah, I eat because it's fun. I eat because I enjoy food. I don't eat or I didn't at the time eat because of, well, there's sustenance I need and I'm going to eat just what I need. And it was just for fun and enjoyment. And I still had that mindset. So I still ate constantly, but I wasn't as physically active as I am now. And as I was prior to that surgery. Yeah. And then, you know, getting out of high school, even though I was bigger in school, you know, I was never a little guy. Like you said, we grew up the big guys in school. Yeah, but for sure. I wish I could be fat like I was then. Yeah, like it was, a different, it was a different type of fat, right? Oh, yeah, like, it's totally different. I was like at 180 and I was like, oh, I'm so fat. Exactly. Now I'm 70. I'm like, oh God, like yeah. what happened? Yeah. No, it, it, it's true, man. But, you know, and then I got out of high school and it just, it was so easy when you're broke and you're working at Domino's to eat pizza every day. Yeah. You know, and just calorie load. And I got used to those 2000 calorie meals, not days, but meals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my first day out of first like out of high school, first job was Chick-fil-A. And I was like, yep. come on. I'm Have just a like, blessed day. The Lord's yeah, chicken. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You got to eat the Lord's chicken all the time. Yeah, I was eating so much Chick-fil-A. Like, I don't even like Chick-fil-A as much anymore, which like, I know I'm supposed to say that. People are going to judge me. But I, like, I'm with you. Like back then I was like obsessed and now I'm like, eh. Like, I got to get Evan off. I looked, I've looked at how much we've spent at Chick-fil-A and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> because Evan will eat a meal before karate and then afterwards he's like, oh, can we get some Chick-fil-A? And Trey's a sucker. He'll drive him <laughs> like, through yes, Chick-fil-A. And Evan is like, come on, we need some Christian chicken. We need some Christian. He's like, Jesus wants us to eat that Christian chicken. And I'm like, oh, geez, Evan, he's That's so funny. Awesome. I think your brain just gets, anybody's brain gets kind of addicted to the the taste. There's like, there's something in it. I oh, mean, yeah. it, there's, there's so many chemicals. There's that chemicals sure in it. To, yeah. Yes. It's tapping into a certain area of your brain. It's like AI food, art, artificial intelligence yeah. food or something. And it causes you to crave it and it changes your taste buds. And they don't want like, then if you eat an apple, it's like, it's too sweet. It's a, yeah. it's a tart sweet. And you just, it's not the same kind of it's, sweet. It's yeah. not the same type of sweet as the sugar sweet. Yeah. And you crave those things. But John, one time you and I were talking and it was before a podcast and you said something that kind of triggered me to really think about this in, in many people's lives. You were told at an age that you were a big guy. You, you were told that you were were you told that you were overweight? Were you told that you were fat? Absolutely. Yeah. All my life. So, so even, so these are, this is something that you believed about yourself and eventually you became what people told of you because you believed it. And this is something that I've talked about before with friends or Trey and I will talk about it. The things that we say to our body in our mind, our body is listening. And even my kids will sometimes say something and I'm like, Hey, Take that back. Your body is listening to you. Right. You've got to think about it that way. Your cells are always listening to you, whether you're speaking something out loud, which there's more energy to that, versus even if you're just thinking it. And if somebody else speaks it over you, then that even penetrates deep into your cells. 
I'm always careful about what I allow someone else to say about me. I mean, they can say what they want behind my back. I'm not going to know. But even like doctors, like think about people will allow doctors to say, you won't be able to do this or you won't be able to do that. It's like, I'm sorry, are you God? Did you speak those words over me? And people just do that all the time. So why did you decide to start getting into shape? Why did you start? Why did you decide to just like say, okay, let's do this. And y'all teamed up. Yeah, we did. So, I mean, obviously this is not the first time either one of us have done this throughout our lives. I mean, when you're spoke that kind of word over your life, like your whole life, you know, like, oh, you got man boobs or, you know, you're a big guy. Like you said, you do get to the point where you just kind of own that. Like it's like uh-huh. your, it's your brand. Yeah. And like I still do sometimes like, oh, we're big boys or we're big That's guys. That's why we started Big Man Fitness. That's exactly. I mean, like, it's exactly why. Absolutely. And so both of us, I think separately in our journeys have both like kind of really struggled like this like roller coaster ride of like being extremely, you know, lean, but maybe not doing it the healthiest of ways. You know, like I know that I like just ate like absolute garbage one time. I say it garbage. I ate like not enough calories and I lost a ton of weight. Like I was like, oh, my lowest weight, I'm 215. I was like, yeah, but you're not healthy. Like you don't have a lot of muscle. You just lost weight in a really extreme way. And then I've lost weight like more the proper route, like eating good nutrition and working out. And I just always find it hard to stay disciplined enough to keep, keep at it. And so when we started kind of working here, we realized that we're eating out like Every single oh day. Oh my God. Yeah. We, you know, both of us are grabbing breakfast before we get here and then we're eating lunch out. And then it's like, oh, well, now it was a late day in the office. It's seven yeah. o'clock. I'm going to grab Time food on my way home. And it's like, holy crap, like we're eating out a lot. We're meeting with people. We're at networking events. We're constantly going. And eventually you start to have like lack of confidence and like you're physically, it's hard. You're just like, oh my gosh, like I'm out of breath. Like I'm out of energy. You're sweating in a meeting. Like that's so embarrassing. Mm -hmm. It's not a good feeling to be seeing pictures of yourself in a networking event and be like, oh my God, like, why do I look like that? Especially with the idea that like, I know what I need to do to not look Mm -hmm. like that. And so I think me and John were both just like, hey, like we know how to do this. We just need accountability. Like we need someone encouraging us. We're speaking positivity over each other's life. Because it is scary. Oh, it's very scary. Especially if you've attempted to do it and you weren't successful for a long period of time. Yeah. You you did it till you got some results. I mean, losing, for a guy, losing 10 to 15 pounds is like, (laughs) it comes off like that. Yep. And then, but when you push past a certain number, there's a level where you come out and you never want to go back. Yeah, for sure. And that's what I'm excited to see you guys come to, where to a point where you're like, I will never go back. And that, and that line is really different for each individual. So, so being where you were through your life, it was almost like it became your identity. And then it sounds like you almost made it a positive thing. You turned it into a positive to make a, make a joke of it, make it funny. But deep down inside it's, it's, as you get older, any of this stuff is going to affect you negatively. Like, I mean, really just in your soul, deep in your soul. Yeah. There's a lot of pain there. Like, you know, I don't think we admit to it, especially like guys, you know, like it's easy to be like, no, toughen up, who cares? Whatever. Like I'm just a big dude, whatever. But I think to to be honest with ourselves, I think at the end of the day, yeah, there's a certain level of like, I don't want to be looked at that way. And if I am looked at that way, I want to be looked at it in a different context, right? Where they're like, oh shit, like that's a big guy, but like he's strong or healthy or whatever. Like I want that connotation and not the connotation that currently exists. That's hard. It's hard to get past that. And even though we've done it before, like you said earlier, you know, make me cry. Oh yeah. (laughs) After you had kids and you were a trainer and you knew what it took to do these things, even for us, like we know how to work out. Like John's a firefighter. I was a firefighter. Like we know what we have to do Mm -hmm. to sustain our bodies, to lose weight, to be healthy. But 
there's a lot of life that happens at the same time. Yeah. And life is for me, I, I can only speak for myself. Like I struggle open about this. Like I struggle with a little bit of depression, anxiety. And I think that, that stuff just like weighs on you. And then so I think at some point you start picking your battles. Like, yeah, I'm not, I just don't care about my health anymore because it's, it's overwhelming to try to manage that and also manage all these other areas of your life as well. Yeah. And so I don't know, I don't know the answer to like solving for that. I just know that like you have to try sometimes. You just have to do something. Yeah. And that's what me and John were doing. I think the big part is, is that it's it's easy, but I think it's a cop out to say, you know, oh, it's just so easy to just not care. It's not that it's just easy. It's the fact that it truly is, in your mind, better for you at that time. Yeah. Because it's like, I am so stressed with work and I am so stressed with these internal struggles and I am so stressed with losing a parent or or whatever the case may be. I mean, God knows we have excuses that we can yeah, line up. Sure. And so it's just like, you know what? It's not only that it's easier, it's just better for me in this moment to let that go and have that thing easy because everything else is so hard right now. Yeah. And it, it's so sad because when you get overweight to that extent and not just overweight, because I don't care if you think I'm fat, you can think I'm fat all day long, but I can put on that gear and outwork you on a fire ground. Yeah. <laughs> nine out of 10 times, which is so impressive. Right. And, and so I'm like, as long as I can do that and feel comfortable and not out of breath and want to die, yeah. as long as I'm healthy and my numbers look good and I'm going home to my kids at night and I'm not winding up in a hospital. Honestly, my shift to that mindset is what's kind of really helped me stay motivated. Plus, you know, you always griping at me. We get to the gym every day, but it helped me shift to that mindset of I'm not worried about the scale anymore. I'm not worried about the number on my pants. I'm not worried about those things so much. Like I want to see those come down and it's definitely rewarding when I see it. But what rewards me the most is when I see the picture difference between me a year ago and me now, or yeah. when I feel different on the fire ground, or when I feel different going to a doctor and knowing that my numbers look good, or, you know, those kind of things just kind of help me to stay motivated of it is easier because when you're already going through depression, anxiety, having all that extra weight is just going to make all of that stuff worse. And you think you're taking it easy on yourself, but you're actually not. And some people are really good at managing their anxiety and depression with exercise. That is their medicine, yeah. but that's not everybody's medicine. <sighs> I wish. And it yeah, would be, same. it would be a great, well, you know, that can be detrimental too. I mean, there's exercise addiction. That's a whole other, yeah, that's extreme. a whole other yeah, area. Right. And they're sure. breaking down yeah. their bones and, you know, things are starting to deteriorate, but we had Stacy Ellie on last week and we talked about motions and how to release them. We didn't exactly go into too much detail on how to release them, but that's what she does. And food has been a huge mask for depression, anxiety, and especially for men. Men are really only taught that it's okay to show anger or show yep. some, maybe a little bit of depression. But if you show anxiety, if you show fear, if you show like, oh, what, my feelings are hurt, then you're just like a little wimp. Yeah. So women were better at identifying the emotions and then expressing it. Men are kind of like, they shove it down yeah. and then it comes out in other ways. It's going to come out. You squeeze yeah. one side of the balloon. I mean, it's, sure. it's going somewhere. Yep. So men have to also look at like what what, what things went on in their life that they that they have emotions that are stored that they need to release because if you don't then it's going to come to the surface like a, a septic tank we talked about this last week you have a bunch of crap at the bottom of the septic tank and it's all that stuff at the bottom is just all the 
shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah. and it settles. Yeah. It settles yeah. at the bottom. But there are triggers. And these triggers are like taking a stick and sticking it in the septic tank and then stirring it up. Yeah. So you're going to have triggers. They're going to come in and stir up the crap. Yeah. And that is whenever it's going to detour you from many of your health goals, especially when food, which is the antidote to exercise or is the opposite of yeah, the exercise, yeah, right? Yeah. That depression or anxiety is going to trigger you to do the things that are then going to cause you to have the shame and the guilt, which are going to make you not want to exercise. Yes, and a vicious cycle. It is a crazy, vicious cycle. Yeah. It's, it's a condition, you know, and, and I don't know exactly what what condition it is. I don't know if it's like an ADHD symptom or what it is, but it's kind of like if you're, if you're laying on the couch in your living room and your living room is a mess and I've been here and you're like, man, I really need to get up and clean this living room because it's just, it's pissing me off. You know, I hate it. I feel bad. But then you're like, because I feel bad, I don't have that energy to get up and, clean it and do something about it. Yeah. So I'd rather just lay back on the couch and go to sleep. And then you wake up and you're right back in that it's cycle. Yeah. And it's the same thing with food. Like right now, if we were having a bad day, what would make our day better? Yeah, go go just binge. Let's go. Let's go to a brewery, or let's go to yeah. a food park, or something. I mean, shoot, and let's even, eat and drink. Even before and, we came, we were like just on a normal basis, <laughs> like, hey, let's go like binge at a Chinese. Oh, food it would be buffet. so great to just hit it that just Chinese buffet. Right this now. is yeah. why food allergies are actually a good thing, oh. <laughs> because I could never, I could never go to a Chinese. I would be vomiting like crazy because they put soy sauce and everything. Oh, <laughs> soy sauce. <laughs> <laughs> we are naturally hungry guys. I'm not going to say fat. We are naturally hungry guys. Yeah. But I think that you start to identify that about yourself though. You can start to have like, I guess, better conversations with yourself. Like today mm-hmm. we were like, Hey, what would happen if we went and ate at a Chinese buffet today? Would we enjoy the food? Hell yeah. But then we have to go to nine round later this afternoon. Ugh, yeah. How are we going to feel after oh, eating no way. 30 You'd, pounds worth of Chinese food? You would be yep. burping it up. We'd be miserable. Like yeah. we're not going to perform at our best. We're going to be, we're not going to enjoy the workout. We're not going to get the best out of the workout. We're not going to, it doesn't matter if we burn the calories because all we're doing is getting back to like a net zero. Right. So it's like you start to realize kind of the consequences and you start to have those conversations with yourself. Like, okay, maybe we shouldn't do that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm not going to go eat bad today. I'm just saying I'm not going to eat that bad. Like, that's, that's good. I mean, that's that's, lear- <laughs> that's learning to be accountable for your actions yeah. and accountability is a huge thing. And a lot of kids aren't taught that. So that's 100%. good. So 90 day, y'all been doing this for over 90 days now, I'd right? I so. Yeah, probably so. I think probably right we, we kind of hinted around the idea right before Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah, but it wasn't. And then yeah. we <laughs> kind of went off and on. Yeah, it was it was kind of like a flirtatious relationship. You know, we were seeing <laughs> hey, other people, you but, uh, you know, we kind of started, stopped. And I mean, the holidays hit. I think January Ooh. is probably when we really made that commitment of like, we're going to nine round every day that we can, and we're going to start eating some healthier stuff and get some yeah. fruits and veggies in the office instead of, you know, beer and cheeses. Yeah, for sure. Like I, I even like the last time I was at Costco, like I was going to get stuff for the office and I was like, I can't get some of those things because if I get them, yeah. I'm going to want to consume those things. Right. right. And so it's, it's tough, you know, like making, making better decisions is really hard. I mean, I say that like it's not hard to make decisions. A lot of excuses, but it is challenging. It can be with our schedule and yeah, the comfort level of just wanting to eat something good fast. It takes prep work. It really is a lot of work. Oh. And then imagine I have a bunch of little kids too. I mean, how, how many kids do you have? John? Three. You have three. Okay. <laughs> yep. So you're prepping for them and prepping for yourself. It does. It takes. It's. It's like doing our finances. You have to. If you really want your finances to get in order, and Trey and I've been 
working and getting our finances in order. I love budgeting. If you ever want to have a budgeting talk. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, it's my <laughs> favorite. Like, I'm a ner nerd for budgeting. No, but when it comes to, like, health up. budgeting, oh, terrible at it. Elf budgeting? No, like, health. Like, like meal prep. Like if I was, Oh, I'm, health. Like, okay. budgeting for yeah. my own health. And, like, tracking terrible. your calories tracking my macros. calories. Oh, no, no, no. Well, you can get that way, but you don't, it don't, you don't have to. It's really yeah. just about making better food choices. Sure. You know, somebody who's eaten Chinese food buffet or, you know, the yeah. fast food <laughs> or whatever, you're, you're not going to be like, okay, you need this much carbs, this much fat, and this much protein, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. No, you're just like, can you, can we do a Subway? Yeah. Maybe we could go like, you know, yeah. maybe a little baked lays. I don't even think baked lays are even better, yeah, no, to be honest not. with you. But maybe we could just do a Subway. And then after they get Subway, you're like, now can I get you to eat a salad at Subway? Yeah. Okay, now can I get you to eat a salad, but don't get the meat, but bring <sighs> your own meat? <laughs> this is all just sounding so terrible to me. I'm like, yeah, I know, no, your so salad hard. is terrible. I want terrible. a meatball sub toasted with extra cheese and bacon <laughs> on top. Like, So I would say half cheese and do half the bread. Like start yeah. with that for a while. Yeah. You know, just it's it's kind of like this food continuum. It's like you've got red light, yellow light, and then green light. And you've got a bunch of foods that are kind of in the red light category. That would be like your white bread, right? And then like yellow light would be a little better, would be the wheat bread. And then as you move into the green light, maybe instead of the bread, you're going to like spaghetti squash. Like, oh. You know what? I like spaghetti squash. It's good. Yeah. I bet you I could mix it in your spaghetti and you would never know. I would know. not know. I've had, I mean, I, I mean, yes, I would not know. And I would know. But because I've, I've had it enough and I've made it well. Yeah. I just don't prefer it over, you know, Skinner pasta or. Well, well who would? Sure. No. Yeah. I know. But when you're used to <laughs> no. those things, yeah. then it's, it's, you know, it's doesn't even it's compare. It's behavioral changes. And that's something that but you just have to get better you're at. right. I mean, because I've tried to make a lot of those choices like me. I'm a huge ice cream junkie. So I've kind of switched to some of the keto ice creams, you know, like Rebel is not as keto as like Halo Top. And when I say keto, I'm, I'm just saying low or no carb, you know, yeah. not yeah. added sugars, that kind of stuff. And then that way it's like, you know what, if I slay a pint of Halo Top ice cream one night, yeah, it's bad, but I would have slayed a pint of Bluebell, no problem. And that would have been, you know, thousand plus calories and probably a yeah. hundred and something grams of sugar. At least this way, it's 350 calories and yeah. it's less sugar or no sugar at all. And uh, it's just a little healthier substitute. So like you said, it's just making some conscious changes where it's like, you know what, I'm not going to have the Big Mac every day with a McFlurry, with all this stuff every single day. I'm going to start subbing some of those things out. Like, yeah, I may still have the Big Mac. But I didn't have the McFlurry. I didn't have the large fry. I didn't have all those other things. Like Chick-fil-A is a good example. It's easy to get breakfast there. And so instead of just running there and getting, I mean, some days, man, I would get like the little burrito and a spicy sandwich and a hash brown and a large lemonade. God, and now yeah, I'll you get. You know what? Yeah. Okay. S listening to you guys and your, your uh, routine and you know what? I think I drank too much caffeine. Um, <laughs> I've, I've done an episode on this. Like I, I, I'm actually, I, I can feel my brain working really fast. This was not good. Um, <laughs> this is an example of what drinking too much caffeine can Looks do. Like, yeah. I, yeah. It's like, I actually feel like a kind of a stutter. This is weird. And she has yes. two ADHD guys sitting across yeah, from exactly. her this and then exciting. she's hopped up Ooh. on caffeine. Oh like, my this gosh. Is be a great yeah. episode. Maybe I just had it too much on an empty stomach. Oh my gosh. Okay. So listening to y'all in your lifestyle and what you pref would prefer to eat, have you ever thought about doing Weight Watchers? I, I have actually done Weight Watchers. Okay. I'm not. It um, is a very great program because they keep up with the nutritional science. Nutrition has completely evolved yeah. through the years and it's always changing. So with 
where y'all are and you're not trying to like go into a bodybuilding competition. Yeah. You just want to make sure that you have enough calories to sustain your body as well as to sustain your muscle mass. And that is what, that's what you need. You're, you're not working with food allergies at this that you know of right now. So it's yeah. not about that, but Weight Watchers would be something that you can do pretty much anytime, anywhere from your phone and you can eat pretty much wherever you want and yeah, you'll stay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like the little points that you'll, you'll have weight yeah, fall off, fall off. Eventually you'll plateau and then you'll get to a point where you're like, okay, now you're like obsessed and you're starting to see like some muscle come through and you're like, okay, how do I get that? Well, then you might need to make adjustments on protein, carbs, fat. Yeah. That's where something like a MyFitnessPal would come in. But yeah, I don't know. I would, I would look into that. That just kind of. It's pretty cool. Like I did it like, because I, at first I was like, there's like kind of a stigma like that, like Weight Watchers is like for grannies, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. For like sure. seriously. And, uh, but then I saw that there was like this new app version and I was like, all right, it's like, I don't know, something, you know, small subscription amount per month. It was very reasonable. And I signed up and it was cool. Like I actually, it was like one of the few that I have enjoyed. Cause it's like, put whatever you have in there, but it can be from wherever Chick-fil-A or whatever. And instead of it, like looking at your macros, like calories, carbs, fat, I mean, it's looking at that, but I think kind of all behind the scenes, it's looking at it. It's just looking at points. And it kind of even gives you like an indication of like, Hey, that meal was like a little bit like bad or that meal was like a perfect meal. Right. So you kind of have an idea of like, okay, maybe I should not do that kind of meal next time. I actually enjoyed it. I just wasn't, it was one of those consistency things again. Yeah. And that, but, but y'all doing it together. Yeah. It could be easier to definitely. And the thing (laughs) is, is that a lot of people don't realize this is like, oh, you know, Weight Watchers is old and this and that. And you're not, you don't know your protein, carbs, and fat, but that is calculated in behind the scenes. That's right. Yeah. And, you could have a hundred calories of chicken breast versus a hundred calories of maybe a, like a mini Snickers bar. Well, somebody who's just going for calories, they may go, I'm going to have a Snickers bar. That tastes way calories. better. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But Weight Watchers not only takes into account protein, carbs, fat, but they're taking into account how your body is going to utilize it. Yeah. So a grilled chicken breast, hundred calories of a grilled chicken is going to last you a heck of a lot longer. Okay. So what voices in your mind have you heard speak over you when you have been going through this time? And especially as y'all got closer to the 90 days, because after 90 days, things kind of start to fade off a little. Right. You like you do it for a while and eventually you just want to quit. I feel like I've had a lot of voices here lately, especially work's been extra stressful, some personal life stuff going on, you know, that is that has been causing like extra amount of anxiety and stress that have caused me to like drink more which i don't i'm not really a drinker i've never been a drinker but like i've been drinking beer like a like a beer drinker like <laughs> after work and stuff which is really weird because it's not me like i don't even like beer that much and so it's like i'm starting to notice that stuff and i'm like okay like i need to stop like this is because adding that is definitely not good on top yeah. of everything else yeah. i'm already struggling empty with. calories right and so um there's been that i think the voices I, i've heard have kind of just been like hey like what's the point you're gonna end back up here in the same same position again and later anyways or like, like, why does it even matter? You know, like those are the kind of things I feel like I hear in my head sometimes. And like, I know the, I know the answer to those questions, but that doesn't mean I always like believe the other voice. Does that make sense? Yeah. The hard part for me is it always just comes down to convenience. I mean, when I'm working 48 hour shifts, four days off, but I never get four days off because there's mandatory overtime, you know, and then there's beefy marketing and there's OMG event co and just all of these things that pile on top of each other at, at the end of the day it's an excuse but it makes it so easy to just say 
that voice in the back of my head that just says, you're hungry, you haven't eaten yet, you know, you missed breakfast or you missed lunch because you were running and doing this. And it's like, it's so quick and so easy to just run through McDonald's or run through a certain place and grab some nasty food that you don't really want, but it tastes so good and you'll just get so much of it and just kind of binge on it. I've had a lot of positive voices in my head lately. And I think a lot of it came from, this was something we spoke about on the episode we had you on Big Man Fitness Podcast of just not feeling motivated. And I I was looking at a picture of myself when I, I was weighing 35 pounds heavier than I am now and a picture of me now. And I was like, wow, there's such a stark difference here. But then all of a sudden I'm still feeling like crap. And it was like, why? And I kind of got in that dark place of, you know, exactly like you said, like, well, what's the point? If I'm going to feel like this anyway, I might as well feel like this with a double quarter pounder in my <laughs> my stomach, you know? And now lately it's just been a lot of positive of like, man, when I go do a workout, or when I do a 500 meter row, I'm able to do it in a minute and 40 instead of, you know, probably three minutes that would have taken me before. Or when I get in gear, I'm able to do it as quick as I'm supposed to. And when we go to a call and I'm picking something up and walking with it or dragging hose, I'm not exhausted like I was. And it's just a lot of people who were doubters before about my weight. I hear their voices of approval like, hey, you're looking great. You're doing better. Like I can see a difference. And that just kind of has yeah. been sticking out to me lately. That's been encouraging for me throughout this has been like actually you and Trey coming into the office. Most yeah. of the people that are in, in my circle see me often enough that like they don't notice the changes, which is fine. Like I don't expect that they would unless it was extreme. Right. But there's not a lot of external encouragement that comes from my inner circle very often, not because they don't want to encourage me. I just don't think they visually see the change. Yeah. And I'm, this is kind of like pretty deep, but like I'm way more apt to let myself down and I'm okay with that. I'm like, okay with letting myself down than I am with letting other people down. Mm. Yeah. Like, which is why accountability for me is so important. Like it's what's like clients and work. It's like, I don't want to let a client down. Right. Like I have an expectation. They have expectations for me and I want to like meet up, to, like live up to that standard. But with myself, my bar's a little low, just messed up, but like <laughs> just is. I'm like, okay, yeah. like I'll give up on me, but I won't give up on someone else. I think that, I don't know. That's for having you guys come in and provide those like words of affirmation and encouragement for me has been like very impactful because I've not changed a lot on the scale, which has been very discouraging. Like mm -hmm. we've talked about this, like that's, yep. we're having those open conversations. You've definitely put on muscle. Yeah. I, I think I have. I think you have, I can tell up here. Okay. Yeah. That's see, good. you've put on. See, like that's the kind of stuff I need to know. Cause it's yeah. like. You're, you're looking uh, more square in your jaw. Okay. And you're putting on weight up top. And then I can tell that you've lost weight through here. And yeah, then yeah. you've um, you've lost through your face. Because yeah. John's got these real clear pictures. And I'm like, F yeah. you, John. Because it's very clear. Like his is like a clear weight Oh, there's weight no doubt. Yeah. I mean, I had, I had like a big bulge down here, a round face. Yeah. Uh, it was bad. And so I'm, not, I'm not seeing those changes. And right. like you said, you're more motivated like – in another way, like more like, you know, being able to do things and making sure you're healthy for your family. Like, I just don't care about those things as much personally. Like for me, like I am motivated by those like external, like, do I feel confident taking my shirt off? Like outside, like, do my arms look good in a t-shirt? Do I feel comfortable in a dress shirt that I'm about to wear to a meeting? You know, can I go to my closet and grab a shirt and it not be like, you know, like doing that weird thing where fat guys have that problem oh, where the shirt does this when and the buttons, buttons like, you know what I'm talking about? Right above the belly. I love that feeling, putting on oh. a pair of jeans that I haven't been able to wear in a while because yeah. that button, I was trying, like, to, trying to do the thing like my mom used to do where you're hopping <laughs> on the bed and pulling uh -huh. it up and trying to yeah. suck in. And those are little victories where it's like... Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
this this was tight whenever we ordered yeah. it, you know, and it's not now. But I'll tell you, just for our ADHD and caffeine moments here, you know, a sidetrack <laughs> that I've had too, another battle we have faced is exactly that, where it's like, I want to brag about everything that I've seen and feel, yeah. but then I'm fighting that battle of how is it going to make Andrew feel because he's upset he's not seeing the results. Yeah. And then in your head, I'm sure it's, I want to be happy for John, but on That's the right. same token, I'm like, screw John right. yeah. because he's getting all the results I want, yeah. you know? And it's like, and that's it's, another, it's another yeah. demotivator. But he's yeah. also doing a lot more physical activity than you are on the days that he's That's at. right. He's yeah. working. And I'm a lot more sedentary because right. I'm working at the desk or whatever else. Yeah. But like we, we have our little Apple watches and we are, when I don't leave it on the charger at home. Yeah. yeah. We're usually pretty neck to neck. Like I try to, okay. I try to burn, like I do a high calorie burn workout or I try to go walking if I didn't bur- like get through my points for the day or my calorie goal for the day. Yeah. So it's like, I think he is doing more physical, like more physical labor throughout the day, which yeah. is naturally, you know, obviously muscle burns fat. So he's probably putting on more muscle burning fat. I'm picking up muscle. Like I went and did the in-body scan yesterday and it was like pretty impressive how much muscle that I had had, but my water weight's absurd. It's like, I think I have like 127 pounds of water weight right now, which means I'm probably eating products that are high in sodium, sodium. and I'm, yeah. I'm holding and on to weight. And not drinking enough water. Not drinking enough water, right? Yeah. Which is so which I know I'm not drinking enough water. True. Yeah. And so it's those little things that like, I know I need to, it's all about, you know, one, setting realistic expectations with yourself about what you can and can't do and what you're willing and willing to not do, right? Because I think at the end of the day, you have to be open with the fact that like, there's some things I'm just not going to do and that's okay, but but what else am I going to do? And the other thing is being consistent about building those habits, you know, like I know that if I just track my meals or if I meal prep or if I use the Weight Watchers app every day for two or three weeks, then it will become a part of my routine, right? Like we are creatures of habit. And yeah. if we can build those habits, then I think we'll be more apt to stick it through the long way. There's it's a lot of people hard. who talk about 12 weeks being the special number, yeah. 75 days. Yeah. Some people say 21 days. I don't think 21 days. I think it's I think it's more like going through seasons yeah. of like almost almost like six months. And it has to be the default. Like yes. you, like it is the default. Like wh- of course I'm going to work out today. You know, it's like brushing your teeth. Like it needs yes. to be that like ingrained yeah. into your system. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I think 90 days was kind of the magic number for, for me for personally yeah. from what we've been doing this year mm-hmm. yeah. where now like, I'm not even gonna lie. I dread, I dread working out. I hate it. There's nothing fun about it to me. Most of the time I'm like a screaming five year throwing a tantrum when Andrew's like, get in the car, John, we're going Seriously. to work out. And I'm like, bro, I don't like, we have reasons not to like, we can just go here instead, <laughs> yeah, you know, bad. but I'm to the point now where even though I still have those feelings, I catch myself like yesterday, we didn't do anything day one because we were so, I say day one of my tour, my 48 hour shift first 24 hours. We were so busy with calls and public relations events and all this stuff. We didn't have time to work out. We did. But we we justified it. Yeah. <laughs> but day two, you know, my buddy walked in. He's like, all right, what are we going to do about our fat bodies today? And I'm like, well, I don't want to do anything. He's like, yeah, me either. <laughs> but we should. And he's like, yeah. And I actually felt myself, and I'm going to throw up saying this, but I felt myself missing the fact that I haven't been to nine round in quite a bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we work out at work, but I haven't done that style of workout. And I was like, I kind of miss it a little bit. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Like, yeah. we need to go out and do something today. You'll never so we did. regret doing the workout. But right. you'll regret Afterwards. not. <laughs> yeah. So, absolutely. and I wanted to tell you one of the best things I was ever told is to remember that weight comes off like layers of the onion. So it may come off on you in one place and it may come off 
on you in another yeah, place. For me. Yeah, it's definitely. just going to be very different, but it, it's it's layers. It is like yeah. the whole body. And some areas your body may love to have body fat and his doesn't. And so it's like yeah, you know, I always like, shed it in the legs first for me, which is awesome because like I'm I have a stronger core which just makes for an easier workout, but it's not where you want to lose. I want to lose this neck. I want to lose yeah. these man boobs. Like I want to lose yep. his belly. Yeah. You know, but like legs for me, my legs will just pick up a lot of muscle really quick and the fat will disappear almost. Did you play football or something? Did you play any sports? No, but I walked on my tippy toes whenever I was a kid. So you've probably never seen my calf muscles, but they're insane. Like I think I have. Yeah, they're they're kind of absurd. Just because I used to like walk around just like like on your tippy toes. But but I didn't know that could be dangerous. I actually um have a niece and nephew that that do that all the time. Okay. Well, this is a perfect time to segue into this really quick. And I'm going to go through this somewhat quick, but I think this will also help you too. Um, I chose, let's see, one, two, three, five, six, seven people. I chose seven people whom I have known for at least 15 years. And every single one of them have been consistent in their size that you could tell they're just not yo-yo dieters. They are all 35 and older. Let me say that. And they had, they've just been consistent. You can just tell they look healthy. So whatever they're doing, they do it right and they do it consistent and safe. So first is Dr. Chase Banks. And if you're looking on the screen, you can see if you're looking on YouTube, Dr. Chase Banks is right there in the middle. This is our chiropractor and he also does functional nutrition. He does DNA testing, genetic testing testing, all types of good stuff. He is awesome and he has been consistent through the years. He told me his uh, workout and what he eats. So he works out at 5 a.m. <clears throat> yeah, he's dedicated. No yeah. Um, 5 a.m. That's why. No. <laughs> <laughs> he works out well, but he works all day. He works so hard. He spends at least 30 minutes to an hour with each client. Wow. So he's like stacked up. See, most chiropractors are like in and out. snap, crackle, pop, but not chase. If you come in there with a sore neck, he's not going to just crack your neck and thank you. You know, that's it. They're actually going to warm up the muscles with external heat. They're going to massage it out. They're going to help through the range of motion. And then if you want to be adjusted at the end, then they help with that. So he's a blood type O. And I, I said their blood types. I asked them for their blood types because sometimes we, we might see a pattern, although I didn't really see a pattern. <laughs> but anyway, he's a blood type O. He eats um, before his workout eight ounces of beet juice. So beet juice has a really great way of oxygenating your blood. So you're really so a lot of people will go and get the crap like nitrogen NO explode stuff. This stuff is terrible for your liver and your kidneys. And but beet juice, you cannot say anything bad about it. I'm sorry, nobody's got fat off beet juice or bananas. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, all that stuff. I see that and I'm like, I'm sorry, but that did not come from bananas. You know, they're like, yeah, stop. Exactly. Eating bananas, whatever. Okay, so beet juice is really great for a pre-workout. And then after his workout, he has some sort of plant-based smoothie where it's a four-to-one carb to protein ratio. So that means that there's four carbs to every protein. So, and then daily water intake is a gallon and a half which I've been working to get a gallon and oh my gosh, it is so hard. I have had a hard time with it. So he does a gallon and a half. Okay. Next I have Erin Schreier and she is a personal trainer out of Lakeway, Texas. And she also is a scout and seller wine rep and uh, sells juice plus. And those are really great, like vegetable gummies and I 
can't have those in my house because I will eat them all. They're so good. Although yeah. I've been thinking about getting them again. And <laughs> she works out at about 10 a.m. or 1 p.m. So her blood type, she doesn't know. And she works out an hour and a half after a meal. So she actually has to have a whole a meal and then she waits an hour and a half and then she works out. She does steel cut oats with raw honey and walnuts or some sort of paleo bar, perfect bar is what she said, or some sort of paleo granola. And then after workout, she said usually tacos. <laughs> yes. So she loves Our tacos. <laughs> and you can see she's absolutely beautiful. I actually sent her a message the other day and I was like, Aaron, I don't know many people who get like, more beautiful with age, but holy cow, like you are way more beautiful with age. Not to say that you weren't beautiful before, but wow, she's amazing. And her husband obviously is Mr. Fit too with his six pack. Um, and But her pa her paleo tacos, basically what she's doing is she's having tacos that have like, you know, good lettuce and good lean meat and not a crazy loaded with the cheese and the sauces and all that. Yeah. But the, the shell is like probably like a Siete paleo tortilla of some nice. kind. And then she drinks her body weight in ounces per day. Okay, next is Andrea Williams. And Andrea Williams is a beach body coach. And she has been absolutely consistent for as long as I've known her. I've known her probably 20 years. She teaches fitness classes. Uh, she posts on her Instagram and Facebook all the time, just different workouts that she's doing. She sells workout programs that are beach body workout programs. So you can, you know, like the P90X and yep. all that kind of stuff. So that way you can have a program to do at your house if you can't can't get to the gym. And what Andrea does is she she works out between 9 a.m. and noon. She's an O negative. She does not like to eat before her workout, so she's fasted. And she eats after her workout a protein and her carb. So if you notice, Chase also does a protein and a carb in the smoothie. Yeah. And every single one of these people that I asked Nobody is eating a fat after post-workout. Yeah. There is no fat post-workout on any of these people. So she does a protein and a carb, usually a fruit source is what she said. So maybe like a shake and then grapefruit or maybe boiled eggs and berries. Oh, she's got some – now I know why she's so dang fit. I'm like, a boiled egg and berries? Like I could <laughs> exactly. eat so much after a workout. So she she must All have day. it like right then. Yeah. Right then. And by the way, if you're eat, if you're working out so hard that you are not hungry for like an over an hour, you've stressed the hell out of your body. You've got to tone it down a notch. You're, you're creating too much stress. You should be wanting to eat like within 15 minutes yeah. after your workout. Okay. And then she does, <laughs> she does like a veggie omelet possibly too. Her, da her daily body weight is half her body weight as a minimum. So whatever her body weight is, she's I don't know. She's small. She's probably like, she's got muscle though, probably 120. So her goal would be 60 ounces. That's half of that. So more water on days with higher intensity training, or if it's that hot Texas humid no, sweaty yeah. heat. Yeah. And then Heather Robertson is the owner of Pure Bar in the Woodlands, as well as Hughes Landing and Alden Bridge and now College Station. So wow. congratulations, Heather. Yeah. She's co-owner with Amy. And um, Heather has always been consistent. She kicked my 
butt in fitness classes. And whenever I worked at Pier Bar and, ta- and took classes, I know <laughs> she's, you know what? She used to play soccer. She played soccer all around the world. And uh, she's just, she's always done amazing. And she has a program called Master My Macros. So she helps people to, to eat a program that fits with protein, carbs, and fat. So to, to sustain their workouts as well as, you know, the everyday. So Heather likes to do a fasted workout. She does that for her health. She doesn't really do it for weight loss. So some people do the intermittent fasting because they're trying to lose weight. She does it for her health because it is bad. It is wonderful to do fasting as long as you can, as long as you're eating the, what you're supposed to eat within your eating window. Not starving. Yes, exactly. And so she does the fasted workouts. And then after workouts is usually going to be about 40% protein, 30% carbs and 30% fat. So actually I lied earlier. She does do a a little bit of uh, fat after. So, but probably because she's so fasted for so long. Yeah. She needs to eat a full. Yeah. She's meal. just ready for the yeah. whole thing. And then she drinks half her body weight in ounces. All right. So the next one, Danny D. All right. So Danny Davis has been my trainer. He's the one on the right. That's his son on the left. And Danny is a big dude. He has, (laughs) he is, and he's been into fitness for years. He's to be on big man fitness. Yeah. He's a big man. (laughs) Yeah. He's awesome. He trained Trey and I for a long time and he trained Leslie and I for a while. So, um, and I, I would love to have him back at some point. So Danny works out at about 9am. He has clients that he trains in the morning early. He doesn't know his blood type. He eats oatmeal and egg whites. So I, I noticed his, his eating is like super like the old school way, which is like still actually applies. And so he's basically oatmeal and egg whites, eats after the workout, eight ounces of protein, a cup of rice and a serving of green beans. So, so look, let me tell you guys what he's doing is eating so simple. Okay. That is simple. You could easily on Sunday make up six chicken breasts, put them in a container, make six cups of rice, sick them in the container and six cups of vegetables and put them in the container. Now you have six post meals. You can eat them cold. If you're, if you are really, really wanting to progress, you can eat them cold. If you need variety and Trey and I just talked about this two weeks ago. If you want variety, instead of making six chicken breasts, maybe do three chicken breasts and three pieces of lean steak. Yeah. Makes sense. So, and then y'all can also cook for each other and kind of mix and match, help each other out there. (laughs) Yeah. So think about that. That is, that is that, but that all it takes is a little bit of preparation and see his wife. She's amazing. She actually does a lot of the cooking. So she'll make a ton of those meals and then put them for the week. So you can just make them for the week or you can make them and just stick them in your freezer and then just grab them out here and there. So that's what Trey and I are so over the top sometimes. And one time we made 75 meals. Wow. Yeah. We made 75 individual freezer meals. Well, Avery left the freezer door open. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was before Trey did a lot of emotional work and that was not a good day. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, our our mistake at that time was that we used way too much ghee when we were cooking. So when it, when it got cold, I actually saw how much ghee there was on there coated on the vegetables. Oh, like a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. I did wait. It was way too much. So I was like, kind of felt a little, a little funky (laughs) with it. Okay. So, and then let's see, Danny drinks a gallon and a half of water a day. So yeah, 
that that would y'all i think that that one's probably the biggest takeaway i mean i know how many ounces of water i'm supposed to be drinking but when i really think about it i might have two bottles to three bottles of water a day and that's all holy sweet mother of pearl and yeah, i'm not more. just like and i'm not drinking anything else like i'm not it's not like i'm drinking soda instead or beer instead it's like I might have like three waters a day. Like no wonder yeah. I'm holding on to so much yeah, water weight. Yeah, well, there you go. I probably like shed 10 pounds just by like giving myself two weeks of solid gallon of water a day. And I, I just I just picked up. <laughs> yeah, you probably drink a ton of water. I have to, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll literally die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you can pick up a half gallon container yeah. at um, Walmart. There's one by the, the what is the, oh gosh, I can't remember her I name. I bought the big giant one. There's the a hydro, hydro jug. jug. I okay, bought that yeah. one. I just need to use it. But yeah. I have it. It's by my bed, actually. I always – I hated the way that people look carrying around a jug like, oh, you're such a chump. Such a bro. Yeah. You're such a dork. <laughs> but then I'm like – I've been carrying around – a pioneer woman. Sorry. Oh, yeah, pioneer pioneer woman. woman. And it's all flowery, nice, so, you know. Uh, but I'll get you one. Thanks, it please. really, really, really does help. And yeah. I'm having a hard time getting down a gallon. Okay. So the next one, go ahead and go to the next person. That would be Krista. Okay. So Krista is on the right. They both look exactly the same. So Krista are wearing the same clothing. Uh, Krista is the blonde. Krista is a brain cancer survivor. She owns uh, F45, which is uh, functional training for, for 45 minutes. And it's pretty much all HIT training, but they're building strength. They're building endurance, lots of cardio involved. Uh, great workout. She owns the F45 off 1488 in Magnolia 242 in the Woodlands and Sterling Ridge opens up on May 7th. She eats during the morning. That's all she said was morning. She doesn't know her blood type. She eats before her workout an apple and a protein shake. After her workout, some sort of fast digesting carb. And she said bagel or toast, and that's it. So, and she does all HIT workouts and she drinks three liters of water a day. And that's Pretty much all I, I know there. So, you, and you can see like each person has their own thing that they kind of do, but you can kind of see a trend. You can see that they are eating lean proteins and they're eating good carbs. Okay, next one. I think this is the last one. Okay, and this is Alicia, and she's actually at uh, Finish First, and this is my husband's trainer currently, and uh, she was MMA fighter. Oh, nice! And you can tell she's just yeah, she's got like that, like she's just got the look. mean look. I know. Yeah. She is so incredibly intelligent with her corrective exercise, her functional training, like the exercises that she has Trey do are so. They're so intricate, but very creative. Yeah. It's just, she, she just sees the human body and sees how it moves. And she can see when something is off and how it could be, you know, completely opposite side of the body down at the foot that's that's torn or, yeah, wow. or pulled and how it affects your upper left shoulder or some crazy thing like that. She's actually training for the Murph. That's why she's got that um, vest on. So Alicia trains early to mid-morning. She's an AB positive blood type. She eats before her workout protein meal two to three hours prior. Okay. So she says she eats two to three hours prior. I'm like, you must be eating really early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really early. And But then she eats a protein shake 10 to 15 minutes before her workout. And then <laughs> after her workout or even halfway through her workout, yeah, she's Damn, eating. Damn, what kind of workouts are you having? I know. Well, no, this is- Intermission for lunch? This goes to show that like you you can eat a lot of food. Like yeah. if you like to eat, yeah. then you are going to be eating. A, you can eat you a, lot. a lot. Yeah. And, and it's just you're changing up what 
you're eating and changing your brain and how it associates food and what your taste buds want. So she eats sometimes in the middle of her workout, half a rice cake and some berries or half a banana during her workout. So she, she, she pumps it though. I mean, she's working out hard and she's not crazy beefy. She's just, she's very toned and she looks fantastic. And then cardio is more conditioning based. So her cardio is just to kind of keep her body conditioned and moving. And she's not trying to like win a marathon or anything. So um, that's more of a protein shake prior and then some berries after. So again, that quick digesting carbohydrate, she drinks 75 to a hundred ounces of water a day, which would be, there's no way that she's, 200 pounds. It's almost her body weight in ounces. Yeah, yeah. It's so she's she's drinking probably enough water to sustain her workouts, but also f- for her, excuse me, to, for her body, but also for her workouts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know she does use a sauna too. So she's probably oh, yeah, that's having drain. to replace it there. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you all so much. I hope that you yeah, enjoyed awesome. it today. And yeah. I just I really wanted to get your thoughts on this because sometimes people who have been into fitness for a really long time and they're in a habit of it, they they need to kind of hear the other side and kind of have some compassion there and understand like what's going through other people's minds sure. as well. So thank you so much. Thank Absolutely. you. Y'all have a great day. You Bye. Too. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly. There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. 
Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.